Paolo Gone is here. Friday, TGIF, guys, and have we got a great episode for you. Actually, we don't know yet. It just started. It could be bad. Them <laughs> Jeans is here. Chris, what's up? Hey, man. Um, no episode is bad if you and I are here together talking. Um, I'm sure the listeners would agree. Yeah. It's a beautiful day in New York City, a crisp fall. The sun is shining. Um, I Just before we uh, got on the show, mm-hmm. I was listening to another podcast the only one i listen to the joe button podcast oh okay and joe um, button podcast joe the, J, the jbp was talking about uh the drama between vogue and and uh uh rapper drake and uh 21 savage mm-hmm. joe button attempted to pronounce conde nast <laughs> and it was it, it was something I, I can't even i want to imitate it but i would fail miserably okay um it was so so twisted and so far from correct that it was um, almost inspiring to be that wrong. You know what I mean? It was just right. so. It was <laughs> like, and he had he had no shame. Like he was trying to swag it out. Like I don't know this dumb white people shit kind of vibe. Right, 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 right. It's like when you're Jason. It's like when you're going to Paris. You know, maybe you need to learn how to say some of the fashion designers' names. You can just go on YouTube and yeah. somebody will tell you how to say it all. You know, I, I'm I'm a little surprised that that he's been living in New York his whole life. New Jersey, but sure. Media. Sure, sure, he's, a, sure. he, he's a media mogul. He is. Never in his life had he ever heard the phrase or, or, or the name Condé Nast. I would, I'm, now I wish that I had heard it so I could attempt to mimic it. Uh, I know that impressions are not your strong suit, but <laughs> is, is it, is it, a, is it, a, it's the only, th- I mean, at, at least the word Nast. I know you think they'd be familiar with, was he able to, was he able to wrangle the word Nast, N-A-S-T, or did, did he, Fuck that up as well. I think because of his relationship with ASAP Nast, he might have been able to kind of grasp that. That's where my head was going. Because he is a fashion killer and Joe Budden is, is you know, also a fashion killer. Mm-hmm. But I think, uh, I think he he wasn't there mentally. Maybe when he was when he was glancing at the screen and, and reading, yeah, uh, other words. But no, he wasn't able to grasp um, either word. And I don't think look, Conde as a word, I don't think would give me problems. I can't. I mean, I can't even think to a time where I wasn't familiar with that. So it's hard for me to <laughs> to kind of think about trying to mispronounce it. I have an idea, you know, because I, I feel like this story might not be going away. And, you know, obviously <laughs> Condé Nast, it's a, a juggernaut in the media world and will probably right. never go away. No. Uh, you know, regardless of how profitable or not profitable it is, it's one of those, you know, too big to fail things. But... So I think that Joe is going to have to really figure out a way to get his head around this because it won't be the first time and the last time that he needs to say it. So maybe he should should make like a shorthand version, you know, like Kanye West turned his name to Ye. Oh, okay. So Conde, Conde West can just call it day i see so he could short form it and try to swag it out so not only would he not pronounce it but he would put his own little flavor on it he would pump it up as they say yeah like when people use like word association to remember things it's just like oh he sees a photo of anna wintour and he just goes day that's day you know and and then he'll remember it you know (laughs) that's day <laughs> yeah, that could. That is. This is a good idea because I, I wonder if Joe Budden and I. I don't mean this in any sort of negative way, but he might have some, you know, 
developmental disorders. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't think it's maybe maybe it's something that's gone undiagnosed uh, up until now. Mm-hmm. But maybe how long gone? If, I think if Joe Budden were, were would finally. Uh, tap in with us on how long gone we could probably diagnose any and all of his problems mental or otherwise yeah just from a podcaster on podcaster standpoint we're basically doctors at this yeah point. we could increase his iq by i don't I, I will say it's a two-digit number it's not a one-digit number his tennis iq will go up as well i'm sure that's a big issue for him as well <laughs> yeah well i mean i think i think we have a lot to learn about um, different blocks in New Jersey where people like us are welcome mm-hmm. or not welcome <laughs> that we could learn from him. And I think we could, like you said, I think we could impart our, our kind of wisdom as well. It would be kind of a, a learning session that, that the listeners could experience as well, which seems like a win-win for both parties. But, you know, I hit, my calls are going unanswered. Yeah, if anyone now. listening, any powerful media elite, you know, people who have claimed to be our agents or representatives <laughs> at <laughs> these fucking agencies or whatever get button on the phone for us for christ's sake get button. i mean look i think button's probably in a similar place to us where he's like bro i do this shit for a living like i don't really want to do another podcast but Mm -hmm. i think that he could expand his audience he's the number one urban podcast we're the number one white podcast for people that live in brooklyn uh and i think that he could use some of that you know yeah these people might play pump it up at their wedding upstate but that's all they know about Joe Budden. It's it's like when Hari Neff uh, did agreed to do our our podcast. She was like, "Yeah, I'm. I didn't even promote this show at all because like I don't need any more of my fans. Like I'm doing this because <laughs> yeah. you guys have an untapped market of guys named Bryce who have disposable incomes and yeah. are." party buys and you know like i i i'm in the business of getting more new fans they might they might dick me down or buy a ticket to see the barbie movie either way it's a win for me yeah um i think that's a i think that's a good way to look at it and i i haven't checked out the joe budden merch yet um but that's something we could get into uh in a in a later episode i'm sure uh just to kind of help him with that as well get some critiques see if there'd be some crossover there maybe maybe a collab is in the works still developing we spoke a little earlier today you went to a um friends and family australian (laughs) dining experience last night in the beautiful neighborhood of west hollywood california is that is that correct jason yeah that's all correct the there's a australian bush style cafe here called (laughs) great great white not to be confused with flat white. Well, great white, great white is what they call me when I hit my weddy three pointer. Um, but in this case, you're talking about actually. The- well, you know, I, I was dining. I was dining with Chris Black. Oh, wait, sorry, I was dining with Chris Chang last night uh, as well as Carolyn. I made some like terrible joke. I, I was I was tasting a an effervescent, of course, of course, pet nat or something like that. And I was like, oh, this, this, this too is a great white. And Chris Chang made some joke about me being a great white. Of course. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. It's named after the, the shack. I'm assuming, uh, because their logo is a shark. It's like a cafe that was in Venice that I, you know, you'd have to go to every once in a while if you had to have mm-hmm. a meeting with somebody who lived in Venice. Have you thought about have you thought about sharing a nice wood fired pizza while talking about crypto? Great White is the place for you <laughs> over there in Venice. Just head on down. There's there's a valet. Honestly, it was pretty good. It's good. I know. I go. To, there's one in Larchmont. And I've been a couple times. It's 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 the one in Larchmont is absolutely fucking popping all the time, and the food is totally good. Yeah, I was I was not sad to learn, but. Hmm. I was surprised to learn that I couldn't really fault any of the food. Like all the food was 
Pretty darn good, unfortunately. Did you get a little a little I, I lit up nothing on much their? To say. You know, they have their own beer that has their logo on it. Did you try one of those? It's it's the white can with the shark. No, drawing. no, no. I think I had some of their proprietary wine blends, though. Well, so they're just doing they're doing it all over there. Somebody must really be have deep pockets. No, they they're running a tight ship. They have a, an impressive operation over there, and there was a lot of influencer people. From West, you know, there's a lot of West Hollywood types going what, on. What the fuck do you mean by that, Jason? Just like whatever the California, like you know, you know when you see like the autumn, autumn yeah, girl, Christian, Christian, Christian girl autumn is what you're speaking about. It's a, yeah, it's like it's Christian girl autumn, but make it make it West Hollywood. So like it's somebody who's desperately trying to do Christian girl autumn, but they have to like maintain their los angeles based tiktok career or whatever so you're saying it's it's after dark it's dinner time and chicks are wearing their aloe sets with like golden goose and a hat full full dresses looks coats oh, furry okay, okay, fuzzy okay. hats blonde extensions highlights low lights full beat makeup okay so they're it they're, was like they're going it was like for red it. carpet shit okay they were you know guys wearing cherry hoodies and not, all kinds not, of fucking bro dumbass shit like that ladies ladies if he's wearing a cherry hoodie you better walk the other way that's all i'll say about that uh but happy to see friend of the show nate nate rue from sweet green and his lovely wife as well we got to build ran into all kinds of friends and family over there but i was i bet you did it was weird to be in west hollywood like without me right on melrose (laughs) by by the byredo store the palace store oh it's oh it's there it's in that it's in the little hot shopping district it's it's across the street it's across the street from the byredo store oh i know what i know it's it's been under construction that's on my running route uh i i do that has been a pink building yeah that's been under construction for a while that's gonna they're going to print money right there. That'll make more money than the one on Larchmont, which is almost hard to fathom. They are going to absolutely print money. It's it's like an indoor outdoor space. Yeah. They got a the wood fire oven. You know, everyone there is hot. Perfect. <sighs> everyone there is dumb. It's perfect. Next to Verve Coffee, where everyone is uh, not hot but definitely dumb. <laughs> I went to one meeting at that Verve, and I, I think there were more dogs than than humans there. Oh, that's a hundred percent of fucking kennel over there. They got the outdoor kennel. It was where people also kennel. are allowed to sit. Are people are allowed to sit there? But it's kind of like preferred dog seating. <laughs> if if you just you know somebody you might can say pull something. Up a, a poof, a pooch poof. If you can find one, but yeah. yeah, there are no. It's quite. There are no chairs. It's quite busy. Um, before we uh, introduce our guest today, I do want to implore you, great listeners, to check out DJ Them Jeans on the Celebrity Book club podcast with our friends steven and lily oh yeah i think it's it's quite funny and jason um gets into his mixology bag as a um so you listen to it no i did not listen to it no <laughs> I, I i will absolutely not be listening to that and i don't think you will ever listen to a podcast i appear on unless it's like i you hear that i slander you i don't know why else you would no, do that. we, we hear each other I've listened enough. to some podcasts that you're a guest on when i'm particularly down bad and i really need i ran out of all my <laughs> smart list episodes with president joe biden when reply when reply all <laughs> when reply all got canceled you had to finally listen to to an episode of me on yeah. bands playing <laughs> Yeah, uh, when I'm real down bad, I'll listen to Chris Black talk about Third Eye Blind. But no, it was you should listen to it. The marketing plan that they set around the episode was leaning a little sensational. Sure, as I was, they're sort good. Of they're being good marketers. Paint, the episode was being. They are good marketers, but the episode was sort of painted as me sort of 
Coming out? Coming out of the closet as a homosexual. Yeah. Okay, well, in that case, then, fellas, give it a listen. Uh, our guest today, uh, Carla Lally Music, uh, is a chef, cookbook author, and, of course, a YouTube personality. Uh, she was the editor-at-large at Bon Appetit for quite a long time. Mm-hmm. And um, Jason pointed out to me today that the mother of two is putting up motherfucking plates mm-hmm. in the gym on the deadlift. There's evidence of this. Um, so I'm going to kind of talk to her about her form, see how loose her hammies mm-hmm. are, um, if she's able to keep her feet flat, because I think she looks like a deadlifting shoe remover. Oh, yeah. Which is, you know, I, I wear flat shoes, so I don't have to do that, but that is a pro move, which makes me think she's been in the lifting game for quite a while, and I'm not talking about putting the turkey in the oven. What uh, <laughs> what what brand flat shoe do you wear, Chris? I didn't know that you, you're a zero high. Nike makes, Nike makes one for lifting that is just like really flat. I mean, it's, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a noticeable difference. I don't think it, it's not like a professional weightlifting shoe that has the obnoxious strap over the, over the toe. Yeah, yeah, okay. I was wondering if you're doing like the, like the zero Vibram sole. The zero drop. No, no, no. I, um, I, Hunter's a fan of those and I think they're great, mm-hmm. but I don't need that really. Yeah, we don't need that. We don't need that. You get a lot of your power from the right parts of your legs to begin with. Uh, well, you know, if you're doing certain lifts, yeah, Jason, the legs are kind of the most powerful muscle. The legs and glutes, of course, um, some of the body's biggest muscles. I'm trying to get those teardrop quads, you know, on the inside above the oh. knee. So it's, I'm, it's a, I'm gonna come. It's a journey. All right. Let's, let's, let's give Carla a jingle. You look like, so we have the video on today and you, this is the most, this may be the most Brooklyn background I've ever seen in my really? entire life. <laughs> okay. Is that accurate or am I wrong? I mean, I live in Brooklyn. Okay. That's what I was looking for. It just, it's, it's so perfectly appointed and like uh-huh. the wall color, it looks very, it looks very nice. It feels brownstone. It's giving brownstone. It is brownstone. That's right. Yes. <laughs> I am seated in my brownstone. That is correct. Is there a fireplace behind you? It's non working. But yeah. It's okay if it's non working. It, it adds okay. a lot of patina and flair to the space. Yeah. So it kind of doesn't matter. Appreciate that. When we moved in, that, fireplace was covered with like 17 different coats of paint which is just like one of those things that you're like Mm. what what happened here but this this building was a (laughs) single room occupancy an sro at one point so there's just like weird like there were a million different locks on every door and there's no actual like Mm. doorknobs that turn um (laughs) but yeah we've been here a long time so eventually we scraped the paint off what shade of pistachio is that paint behind you i think that's just like sicilian pistachio (laughs) (laughs) wow thank you for going regional you've got a little pistache going on no that's that's just the green light coming in from all the foliage in my neighborhood but this is just a regular standard off-white color it's Okay, so that was like an that was like an LA nod to all the foliage. Like you have citrus foliage. trees and avocado trees and like terribly boring people and like <laughs> all of that. Carla, have you ever tried? It's called a Meyer lemon. It's a little different, <laughs> kind of sweeter. We have them here and they're so good. So good. I know. It's amazing. You just like walk outside and pick your own citrus. <laughs> Jason's a known citrus stealer uh, because of his height. He's able to reach. Are you uh, are you going on record as an L.A. hater or mm. is this just a playful game of tit for tat? I mean, it's weird because I was actually born in L.A. I was born at uh, UCLA Hospital and lived there like the first couple years of my life and then again as uh like the four-year-old to a seven-year-old, but I very much consider myself a New Yorker. My parents are from the East Coast. And yeah, LA is not, it's just not for me. And uh, my whole, all of my in-laws are in LA. 
a lot of my friends have moved back to LA. I mean, you could have just ended it as my in-laws are in LA. That's why I don't like it. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. There was a moment of time where uh, my husband and I were thinking about moving. And every time every, that year, like every time we took a work trip, we would kind of wherever we went it was like, could I live here? Could I live here? Like Washington, D.C.? No, I can't live here. But I went to L.A. a few times that year and was like, all right, could we do it? Could we do it? And I was just like, absolutely not. Damn. It's just not for You me. saw that line at Courage Bagels and said, we can't do it, babe. <laughs> <laughs> so those first couple Bagels. those first couple years living in L.A., what were describe what that was like for you. I mean, I have very early memories of um, our big dog. We had a big dog. I remember <laughs> like riding a horse. So the, I, my, question, my question was a joke because you were zero years old, but okay. thank you for answering these. So do you have <laughs> memories... I have memories, well, from when I was like three and a half or four, I remember, okay. like, that's, I remember the, I remember our dog, like I was four to, from four to eight, we lived there. Okay. So yeah, I, re- I had a best friend there. I had a dog at a pool, mm. I had roller skates. So yeah, some patched together. So you're telling things. me you grew up with a pool and roller skates and you still hate LA? That's crazy, dude. <laughs> I don't understand your bad attitude, to be Check honest. Check her privilege at the door, Carla. Uh, yeah, for yes, real. Yes, right. It's so true. Yeah, I'm, w- I'm willing to sell blood to have a pool. And roller skates, I bet. Roller skates, not for me. I was invited, actually, to a roller disco party this weekend yeah there's a new is it's there, there's a new um roller rink conglomerate <laughs> that is kind of taking over the nation cool and it's is uh, that really it's owned by it it's owned by liberty ross who is a former model who's married to jimmy Iovine. okay and uh it's it's <laughs> ushers involved some other celebrities are investors <laughs> uh ground floor types and yeah, it's it's lit. There's one here. I think there's one in London, and I think there's it sounds like an Onion article. So all, all the words that <laughs> yeah, you've seriously. just said. Jimmy Iovine's <laughs> wife and Usher started yeah. a roller disco kind of conglomerate. Tracks. It's not it's not a roller disco. I don't want to get specific, but it's it's it is a nice. It's a high end rink. What happened to the good old days, Carla, when people just started their little jewelry line and kept quiet? You know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah I, seriously. I, I am so sick. I'm so sick of this shit. They're stepping. They're <laughs> stepping on more of our jobs. You know. Uh, but yeah, that that's a real thing, and I can't remember the name of it right now, which is bad. But you've probably heard of it if you if you're on the if you're on the internet. I've been on the internet. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you follow Dr. Dre on Instagram? I don't. I, I don't. I can't tell. Do I? I feel like I should. <laughs> you don't. You you shouldn't. There's no real reason to. Yeah, I'm not interested in what the doctor is selling right now. But the thing is, it doesn't matter who you follow on the internet. No, I'm not following Dre. That's a sh- crying shit. That's a that's a crime. Well, Carla, don't worry. He is not team follow back. Just to let you know. <laughs> um, yeah, even when you do follow people, you don't get to see their posts. So it's a really cool thing about Instagram. Oh, don't come on! Don't come on here being a an algorithm <laughs> complainer. Okay. <laughs> Like I don't know if your friends got laid off for Meta today or something, but we're we're still on Instagram, and I'm happy that I see stuff and I don't see stuff. It's yeah. fine. I want them to make the decision for me. Shout out okay. to all of our listeners who just got laid off at Meta. Yeah, we will send you a lighter. Just <laughs> yeah. just uh, email me proof yeah. of termination. Yeah. yeah, as well as how many hundreds of thousands of dollars are in your Chase banking account, and I will yeah. send you a letter, guys. That's what I was gonna say. I would feel sorry for you guys, but I'm sure the stock options are gonna keep you afloat for at least three to five. That does soften. And also when 11,000 people all get fired on the same day, like you don't have any shame about being laid off. You're like, 
11,000 people got fired. It's not personal. Right, right. It's a flip of a coin, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine how lit the bars were in Silicon Valley last night? Those (laughs) nerds? Oh, shit. (laughs) Give me me three fingers of hard kombucha. Uh, Yeah, I'm having one of those days. Oh, my God. I'm having one of those days. They just pull their pink slips out and ask for a free shot of tequila. I'll need a case of liquid death. Um, That's right. (laughs) Carla is... Is it true that you and your life partner are how long gone listeners? It is true that my life partner is hardcore. Fernando Music is, he goes way back with you guys. And um, I will be honest, I'm just going to come out and say it now. I have listened to okay. half of two episodes. That's not bad. That's not okay. Bad. <laughs> Were those two? Were those two episodes people you know or people you are merely interested in? Uh, one of them was Andy Baragani. Shout out Andy Baragani, and the mm-hmm. other one it might have been on in the car when we were driving. So Fernando put it on. So you're listening to your your dear friend Andy Baragani on how long on? Yes. What an amazing day on the internet, and you're like, mm, I'll listen to half of it. So this is what, what happened. What was the catalyst for turning it off? So I was outside. I remember very clearly. I was out in the backyard. I was grilling. I was grilling and chilling. And I was out there solo. <laughs> and I had it on. Solo, solo grill sesh. Yeah, while I was cooking. With the boys. And then I guess the food was ready. And it was like, well, <laughs> that's, that's Wow. It, okay. So just as yeah. simple as that. Your impossible, as as your that. impossible burgers were too hot. And you just had to sit down and eat. You couldn't keep the beets pill going nope. while you chopped. No, it was time to it was time to transition. And when I come indoors, so that was on the Bluetooth speaker. And then you come indoors, and then you switch to Sonos. And like, really, am I going to pick up where I got to go? I got to get onto Spotify yeah. and connect the speakers. I, I um, understand. I gonna, yeah, you can't listen to a podcast on Sonos. That just feels yeah feels bizarre. It's pretty weird. I, I I would assume that your house was a little more wired than that, just based on the yeah. size of it. Like I thought there'd be kind of like a. Uh, you know, you had a guy come in. Chris, Chris thought Fernando was a little more kind of tech savvy with it. Yeah, but we do have Sonos. Look, it's right, behi- it's right there behind me. Look, we know you. We know you got a free Sonos. I can mm-hmm. see it. Yes. I get it. But I'm, I'm no, that's not the free one. But I do have a free one. <laughs> um, I, but even more, <laughs> even more bizarre than only listening to half of an episode of How Long Gone. Yeah. Grilling for one. Oh no, no, I was grilling. No, I was fully gr- grilling for the oh, okay, fam, okay. but I was just out there. Okay, never mind. You know, doing my own thing, cooking. It's just another place to cook. Like when I'm cooking in the kitchen, it's not like everybody's in there cooking with me. So I was just happened to be cooking outside. I love I love grilling in, when everyone's inside and I go out in the back and yeah. grill and it's just yes. your a by yourself meeting. Yes. I mean, I don't think you smoke cigarettes, but that's a great time to smoke while you're yes. flipping, flipping chops. Yes. I used to smoke other stuff. I don't anymore, but that would be a great time. And also, especially for like entertaining the holidays, we grill our turkey at Thanksgiving because it's like, I got to go. Like, hello. Oh my gosh. Kiss, kiss. Like, I have to go. I'll be back in an hour and 45 minutes. Uh. (laughs) It's genius. So uh, I would like to dive into why you stopped smoking grass. Is it motherhood or well, you we just don't fry? know if it was grass? She said something. It could be crystal. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. It was. It was fully. It was. Yeah. It was Mary Jane. It mm-hmm. was. It was grass. Um, smoked it. Ate it. Uh, I became addicted to it. Yeah. <laughs> really. Okay. So you, okay. Uh-huh. So you're you're the level of narc that thinks you can get addicted to marijuana. No, Chris. You can. Don't. You can. I've discussed this. It's it's rare, but when it happens, it has such a grip on the people that I've seen. Yeah. It makes fentanyl look like what? 
<laughs> Taco Bell in terms of addiction. Okay, so this is you were every day you were blowing yes. it down, and you yeah. felt you needed to put you needed to stop. Yeah, it's in 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 the DSM five. Just just FYI for other um, weed people out there, it is listed now with the substances you can get addicted to. So. Just want to keep up with the psychological diagnoses. DSM five. Yeah, what video game is that? <laughs> is that Dover Street on seventh? Yeah, the was DSM yeah. is like the, you know, I don't know what it stands for. Dictionary of some medication. Um, it's like what? Okay, the, so you're <laughs> what? It's where all the diagnoses are listed. So you're saying okay. that J- Joe Biden in Joe Biden's America now weed is considered addictive. That's what we're that's where we've gotten it's illegal but now it's also considered addictive. Yeah. I think if you're if you this is how I how I think about it. If you think you have a problem with it then it's a then it's a problem. Like Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. So sure. it was and for people I would never, you know, like smoke all the weed you want, burn it down. But it, for me, it just got to a point where it like wasn't fun anymore, but I couldn't stop doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that's what everyone seems to say, more or less, of like, yeah, I'm not enjoying it anymore, but I need it. Yeah, just to reach my base level. Right. That's actually that's how I feel. That's how I feel about food. Not to offend you guys, but I'm kind of in the same, you know. I don't love it, but I need it. Expand on that, Chris. <laughs> okay, but you do so are love you a, it, though. So are you drinking Soylent? What is happening? <laughs> no, Jason went through a Soylent phase. I have no interest in that. Um, I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. <laughs> I don't Oh, you, That makes it okay that you got a free case? I, st- I still have the Soylent sticker on my Vitamix. I thought it was That's cool. some sweet irony. That's you know? cool. But yeah, it does taste like shit. But yeah, no, Chris, he's one of those people who are, I, I live to, I eat to live, not live to eat. But also, he gets... Crazy around sweets. Uh huh. Pizza. He turns into a rabid dog. Okay. So like, he does love some foods, Chris. Yeah, yeah. I know. I do. I just think you know the, the cheddar, the cheddar cracker sandwiches with peanut butter in the middle. Carla? Don't bring this up, mm-hmm. Jason. Do not bring not the crackers, Jason. Not this is a this is a very popular. I think podcast. they're called Ritz. Those are Ritz. No, not Ritz. But right? I'll take I'll take down a fucking sleeve of Ritz. No problem. Ritz are one of the great <laughs> crackers. Period. So is Chris. Would you rank a Ritz over a Triscuit? Would you rank a Ritz? It's a really Ritz? hard. The Ritz Triscuit thing is really, really hard for me. I, if it came down to it, and I've actually thought about it before, so I know my answer is Triscuit. Um, but it's a tough one, and I think the Triscuit, it's like a little salty. The Ritz has a sweetness that I could like walk away from, but the Triscuit, the t- combo of the texture and the saltiness. The texture. Like, I was going to say the the texture of the Triscuit, and I think the problem with both of these. Um, kind of hall of fame crackers is they've been yeah the, these nabisco or whoever owns these have bastardized the flavors to the point where it's almost hard to find the plain on the shelf and i only yeah. want plain i don't want rosemary right. and cracked pepper like right. get out of here you know there are a lot yeah but i do like a reduced salt offering though a reduced salt offering you do? is nice. Yeah, kind of. Mm, on some of them. I never go in for reduced salt. For, never, for like ever. a wheat thin, you, you 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 kind of forget just how much salt is in a cracker. <laughs> yeah, wheat thins. <laughs> and then when you take it away, you're like, oh, yeah, I did not need that. Yeah. Okay. And so so then is Chris, Chris is the weight lifter? Who's lifting weights? I'm lifting hella weights. Chris is the weight lifter. Okay. okay. And I kind of do more sensual body exercises. Okay. Like stretching yeah. or what? Jason jerks off. I work out. Tai Chi? <laughs> What's happening? It's it's a blend of all of those. <laughs> okay. Um, thing. No, no. I mean, it's it's like uh, 
maybe more kind of slow, isolated kettlebell kind of things uh, going on. Carla, Carla, Chris he is finds, like, he <gasps> finds, he, Carla, he finds guys on Instagram that do stretching for high school basketball players. And then he kind of follows their program <laughs> because he's tall like a cool. basketball player, but not quite as athletic. Well, we love some um, functional range. You know, yeah. training. Right? That's exactly what I'm doing. Functional, exactly, but performance, mobility, blah 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 blah. We got to stay mobile, guys. We need full <laughs> range of motion, all the joints. I just try to combine that. Yeah, because I've been so I've been so tight lately, Carla. Right in this <laughs> rib cage here. Yeah, he can't release it. He can't release it. Uh, <laughs> but he sent me a picture of your um, socked feet. Mm. Chris, the, the, you're painting it a little on the creepy side. This is more of a you were putting up a PR on a deadlift. I wasn't just screenshotting feet pics from you, just to be clear. Yes. No, but I'm saying yes. I'm saying he didn't I know he didn't buy the feet pics. I'm saying that when I see you with the one ninety on the bar and yeah. the no shoes, that's yep. when I know you're serious because yeah. you gotta have the flat feet. That's, that's what, right. That's the what real I'm ones, no. That's right. I really hate taking my shoes off, even in an Asian household. Uh, <laughs> it's just something I don't like to do because it's okay. part of the outfit. You know what I mean? Um and yeah. And so I I wear a flat a flat footed shoe when I'm yeah. lifting weights like the like a Converse or the new no 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 I hate that look uh, the oh, new, okay. I wear a Converse the new Nike Metcon so it's still a sport it's still a sporting shoe but it's completely mm-hmm. flat and it's made for lifting um, mm-hmm. is that not flat enough for you you have to go barefoot to earth while you lift um, I will wear my I do wear my Converse uh, a lot of times but then my my uh, trainer, coach, uh, shout out Big Ross. He he was wearing these vans that kind of looked like old Puma Californias, if you know that yes, reference. Yes, yeah, sure. And they are flat enough, and he turned me on to them, so I just got a pair, and I like them. They're because okay, yeah. What happens with the converse is like if I walk to and from the gym, <laughs> I don't know if this is what you do on your podcast, but then it might flare up the planter for oh, not the planter. Have, I'm suffering from some not light. the planter I, I, my, can't do that. I'm suffering from the planter uh, from time to time because of my running. So have you thought about buying a custom orthotic insole? For your walks to and from Equinox, mm-hmm. your Knox walks. Yeah, what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm more likely to just w- either wear a shoe that's good for walking and then be in the socks because I love to be in socks and I feel empowered when I take my shoes off and I also feel like it's just like a giant fuck you to everybody uh-huh. else in the gym. But now there's all these flat people and we're all walking around in our socks, so it's become like cool. Flat Nation. Flat Nation is here, but you don't. So you are a flat I like, I've never earther. heard anyone say, I feel empowered when I take my shoes off. It's just kind of like anything to be um, slightly counterculture and also to reject whatever posturing is happening in the yeah. gym. Because just to be like, I know they don't like it. I know the Equinox people like specifically don't like. Yeah, they they tell you no, basically. Yeah, yeah. It, it's sort of metaphorically letting your nuts hang in the gym of like, yeah, shoes coming off. Yep. And is was there something that you'd like to say, trainer? That's right. And do you want to see me like pick up two hundred pounds? Because I'm going to do okay. that in a minute. Damn, it's it's on site. So you're saying you see these little girlies with their fucking hokas on and their aloe matching sets. You're like you're losers. No, I'm talking about the men. Here. I'm talking specifically okay. about the dudes. Yeah, I think we're yeah. all fine with the girlies wearing the aloe sets and the hocus. Chris. I think <laughs> it's like the dudes who wear the like compression like bike shorts yeah. with then the other kind of Nike over that, and then yeah. 
I don't know what's happening on the top half, but I probably don't like it. And then, yeah, whatever kind of shoe. It's a little kind of a modern Patrick Bateman kind of energy to it. Yeah, exactly. Like you're definitely strangling cats on the weekend. The vibe that has happened now where like regular bankers wear like white three quarter length tights under shorts is truly something I would. So I didn't think I would see that in my lifetime. I really didn't. But that's kind of you, though, Chris. If you didn't have all these badass tattoos, you kind of no, 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 no. (laughs) Wearing tights. Look, the the way that tights. You never. If you wear shorts over tights, you're a narc pussy. That's an understood Mm -hmm. thing. Like Mm -hmm. runners, tights come from running, and if you're a real one, you wear you wear the tights to run outside, and and not even metaphorically, you have to let your nuts hang. Yeah. And. You know, that's just what it is. But tights wearing come from running, wearing them in the gym to lift weights. Yeah. If you just wear yeah. the tights nuts out, I think <laughs> I would have that would be more like counterculture. We're doing it. We're doing whatever. Yeah. And I don't yeah. mind seeing the indentation of your penis that much. I'm not looking. I'm not looking <laughs> at that. I don't need that. <laughs> on a, on a, we've been doing some live shows um, over the last couple weeks. Thank you to everyone who came out. But. We were we had sort of a common bit on there where we would sort of complain about lists mm-hmm. like the top ten dim sum spots in Chinatown or TJ I'm coming to L A you know I need to get the best birria top all this stuff yeah and we had a bit saying that like Anthony Bourdain he did not die from Aja Argento he died because too many people asked him you know about food recommendations yeah. and lists and he just he couldn't handle it anymore. What are your DMs looking like as a food professional who Oh god. I get a little bit of that. I actually I don't I don't do a ton of like restaurant recommendation in my day to day. My stuff is like more recipe or like what I'm making. Um but people will send mm-hmm. that that is a classic DM where you see it in the preview, you know, and I don't even open them, which is like, "Hey Carla, <laughs> quick question." I'm coming to New York and I'm like, no, (laughs) I can't help you. I'm coming to New York. And it's like, I know what this is. And, and also the, the, you know, look, Instagram is the bread and butter. We still have to be there. It is like directly tied to my income. I'm very grateful for the support of all of my followers. This is a great preface so far. Great preface. But like any question that starts with, hey, hey, quick question that that you're asking of someone who is like considers themselves a professional in whatever field. It's not a quick question because like actually if I'm going <laughs> to respond to you, I don't have I don't have it in my saved replies. I don't have like I haven't taken the time to like put up my recommendations on my website cuz that's not important to me. Mm-hmm. So it's not a quick question. It's like, "Oh, your engagement? Well, where are you staying? Like what are you into? Are you vegetarian?" Like I'm going if I'm going to answer that question, I'm going to actually think about it quite a bit because because I care, right. but so it's either like answer well, that's fully your first, or don't. That's your, that's your first problem. You <laughs> can't care about these people. You cannot care about these yeah, people. Yeah, but then when people are like, hey, I made your I made your pasta fagioli and like I did this and I did that and it came out kind of like this, like I will I will drill down with someone. Like, mm-hmm. let's talk oh, about no, no. it. If, they, if, these people, if these people can't follow your simple instructions, <laughs> then they're idiots and I don't think they deserve one more second of your time. That's, that's Carla, when you say it. a pinch of salt, what do you <laughs> yeah, mean yeah. by that exactly? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I, I don't understand what you but mean. But also, when you're when you're scrolling through the DMs and it's like, hey, Carla, quick question. I'm coming in. Like, 
what how do you just like if somebody looks hot enough in their avatar you're like i guess i will see what this fella is mm. need, what, what their dietary restrictions are and see i just i honestly will probably not open i probably won't accept those into the general um feed it's like I'm then I'm going to feel bad because you've asked me a question and I'm never, ever going to answer it. But you saw that I opened it. Yes. I'd rather just be like, she doesn't look at her DMs. You've broken a lot of hearts explaining this on the pod today. <laughs> but what about a celeb? A celeb. Oh, yeah. Blue checks to the top, baby. We yeah, are- <laughs> I, knew you were, I knew you were my kind of chick. That's how the world works. Yeah, I mean, they didn't give us a top requests option if they mm-hmm. didn't want us to use it. Okay. Has anyone ever been, like, has a celeb ever been like, all right, can I FaceTime you? I'm making popcorn right now and I keep burning it. You're the you're the guru. Um, Can we do this right now? Has that ever happened? Not FaceTime, but I have um I have been nurturing like what is to me one of my favorite and most meaningful um celebrity collect- connections, which is that Pamela Adlon and I oh. became like we did one podcast together when I was still at BA and we I mean, I'm not, I'll just speak for myself. I like completely fell in love with her. She's amazing. I was already in love, but it just cemented the deal. And like, she loves to cook and she loves food. And like once in a while, she'll ask me a question and like, I would pull over, I would pull the car over to the side of the road to answer. That's a great celeb pull. Yeah, Yeah, that's good. That's a, that's a nice deep cut. Um, Have you watched better things? Have you watched her show? No, I don't. I try not to watch shows if I'm being honest And her work on Louis. On Louis C.K.'s show is is great as well. Exactly. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, but her character on her show cooks a lot. You guys seem like you would be friends though. That that seems like a I would I would put you and her together kind of. Yeah. That doesn't seem that that far fetched. No, you know? she was like my long lost sister. Carla, who what what celebrity do you think Chris's long lost sister or brother is? Okay. <laughs> Okay. Like a Ben Shapiro kind of guy. Um, I don't. Um, Matt Damon. No, not Ben Shapiro. Matt Damon. I've been told in my younger years that I was giving Damon. Um, now that he's puffed up a little bit and married a flight attendant, I hope I'm doing a little better than him. But I don't. You know. Got it. We all age. Yeah, you know the bank I mean? account's so probably can't. neck and neck, so it's just um, kind of a visual. Yeah, thing. neck and neck. Yeah. He yeah, lives. Yeah. Uh, he lives in Brooklyn now. Well, that, he also I think lives in like Hawaii. With his like six kids or whatever. Yeah, he has a lot of kids. Isn't that the biggest? income flex of all is like how many kids especially in new york like if you have three or more kids in new york city it's just basically like yeah we're Mm -hmm. really really wealthy there's a staff we're spending two hundred thousand on private schooling a year more impressive than owning a yacht yeah it is and and the problems that come with it oh god i mean you know how hard it is to hire a nanny in this city it's crazy they want cash you know they want weekends off they want to go back to jamaica for the fucking summer it's crazy yeah it's impossible it's no our house is not 420 friendly print i thought you were gonna say you know how hard it is these days like kids am i right no we don't know how hard kids are because thank god i've avoided that um and will continue to (laughs) avoid that but i know that there are joys that come with motherhood i'm sure but you seem like the kind of person that would keep it 100 how old are these kids and how annoying are they um it's amazing because the 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 great thing that has happened now is we do not need babysitters anymore because the I have a 13 year old and I have an 18 year old. So like you got 18, you got an 18 year old. I have an 18 year old. Badass little 18 year old. Is this a man or a woman? Yeah, it's a he, but like, okay. Worst case scenario. The 18 year old is taking care of the 13 year old. 
We could be gone for days, but now he's in college, so it's a little inconvenient. <laughs> so are they, but do they get along or is he like, this is my badass little brother, like I'm going to give him a noogie? <laughs> um, they get along, but they're very, they're very different people. Um, and I think because they have like a six year age gap, it's like, it's a little hard to be like, yeah, yeah, you know, 18 and your brother is like going through you know, hardcore, like the most hormonal phase, late stage puberty, just like really intense. Um, And I think as they get older, I I have a seven and a half year difference with my sister. And as we got older, we got closer and closer. So yeah, they don't like hate each other, but it's also hard to like truly hang. Yeah. Being, being 13, when you're, when your older son was 13 and your younger son was a, a youngster was, yeah. Was there a lot of bullying going on and some mean stuff, or was it pretty chill? No, I mean, if anything, the younger one would bully the big one. Um, just like Chris and It I. was more just like low-level uh, like rage and annoyance, like a lot of um, suppressed anger and resentment <laughs> happening for the older mm. one. Because the young, he once described his younger brother as a as a um, attention vacuum. Wow! So you're saying the younger the younger son is the Beyonce of the family, exactly, and it's causing some problems. Now, does the 18 year old um, is he bringing anyone home? A romantic friends home? No, not friends. No, no, I don't (laughs) care about friends. I mean romantic interests. No, I meant like oh friends. friends. Oh, like Um, like leave the door open. Oh, who's your friend? (laughs) Oh, is this your is this your new friend? <laughs> um, yes, there have been friends that came home. Okay, good for him. Mm-hmm. Now, how, what is your approach to that sort of situation? Are you hard-nosed or are you kill him with kindness? Door stays open. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Door stays open is a classic. Yeah, right. Two feet on the floor at all times. Um, <laughs> that was a rule for a while. Uh <laughs> Being realistic about it and having grown up in New York and like my husband grew up in L.A. and there was no part of me that assumed that like my child was going to not drink while he was underage or sure do things or like, yeah, um, he's going to touch a titty eventually. It's only a matter of time. It's going to happen, right? People are going <laughs> to get naked. So we more leaned into like having some guardrails around, um, not lying to us. Like that was, that's a big thing, which was an issue for a while. We would rather like ha- have all of the information, even if, it's like, you know, things that technically like eh, maybe you shouldn't be doing that, but at least sure. be able to talk about it. And then guardrails around like, hey, as a general rule, like don't send a dick pic ever. <laughs> don't do it. Like it's not a thing you should do. If someone sends oh you some nudity, you're going to want to like not have that on your phone. Just like things like that, that we didn't have modern, to. Modern parenting is crazy. Yeah. It is. We hear stuff like this relatively often on this show, and it's just like every time I'm Chris, like, could Damn. you yeah. imagine your mom, who's her, his mom listens to every episode while she goes on her <laughs> walks every day, by nice. the way. Could you imagine your mom being like, all right, Christopher. No dick pics. Do not, under any circumstances, yeah. send a young lady a photograph of your genitalia. Oh, is that where the kids are putting stuff? Christopher, <laughs> let me look at your Dropbox, okay? We're going to look at the Dropbox together as a family. Wait, I love the idea that you have like a cache of of dick pics in your Dropbox. Oh. Well, he can't have them on his phone, you 
know, it's sort storage. of it's like a should, password kind of thing. Well, I kind of get it. I, I kind of cheaped out on the new phone. I don't have a lot of storage, so I keep all the high-res stuff on the cloud. I would suggest trying that maybe for some of your food picks. <laughs> or the raw files. Yeah, yeah. You want the, you want the, yeah. you want the raw right off the card. You want Go those. ahead and try and download it. It's three terabytes, you losers. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to work. Never going to happen. So is he... Now is is the college is that is this the first time he's been away from home? Yes. Well, he ha- always went to um, summer camp for many weeks at a time, so like six, eight weeks. Yeah. Um, so yes, yeah, stuff stuff happens in the woods, no doubt, and um, <laughs> like you know, I wasn't even implying that, but you're right, it does. It does. You sounded like DMX when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> stuff happens in the woods, no doubt, no doubt. Well, you know, you know, I mean, I think that there's. There's a thing that with people our age, and I've heard a lot of these stories where there's like a connection to finding pornography in the woods. Yeah. When you were when you were younger, which is so weird, but everyone can relate to that. Obviously, that's probably something that died with the invention of the internet to some extent. Totally. It's still out there, but it's a lot tougher to find. I've, yeah, I've definitely, I've, I've definitely I have too. looked at bush porn. Bush porn. <laughs> Touched it with my bare hands. No pun intended. So is, <laughs> no pun is, intended. Is he far away from home, or is he on the East Coast? No, he's he's on the East Coast. Yeah, he ended up uh, like two and a half hours away oh, from okay, us, okay, which okay, is okay. Um, like great. Carla, you went you went to Brown, right? I did. I went to Brown. You're a brownie. Chris Chris loves Brown. Do you? Well, it just seems like one of the more achievable Ivies. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not getting into Harvard. I'm not getting into Yale. Yes. I don't have that kind of lineage. Yeah. Where Brown, I feel like you can be just like smart, you know, upper middle class a little bit, you know. Yeah. You can just kind of weasel your way in there. And I respect that more yeah. than like my dad went here, my granddad they look went at, here. They look at Huxpa a little bit as well. It's not just numbers, exactly. you know? Yeah. yeah. Very liberal arts. Yeah. My parents definitely did not go to Ivies. So it was. Um, I loved it there and I love Providence and I loved, I mean, pretty nerdy. I was pretty, like pretty nerdy, love being a student, um, love my classes. And just like at Brown, you don't have to take, you don't have to take like core curriculum really hardly at all. Mm -hmm. So you can just take the classes that like you really want to. Um, And I remember maybe my sophomore year, you know, my like report came back and my dad was like, are we going to like maybe do a, a poli sci or like, I'm not saying you got to do like hard calculus. And I was like, no, I'm good. It was like all comparative literature, you know, semiotics, lit in society. And did you study the food arts as well? I did not. No. Okay. I was like purely, um, it was a major called lit and society, which is now no, doesn't exist. So it was part of the modern culture and media department. The MCM kids, you can, I don't know, maybe you've talked to some MCM kids in the past. I've been, I've been lit in society, but <laughs> yeah, lit, lit society literally sounds like a mixtape title. Yeah. That's what I was going to say, but I'm, I'm glad to know that it was a little more than that. It's a young and reckless mixtape series. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, we were talking about popcorn before Carla. Oh, good. I, I have a hard time making pop. Whenever the winter chill enters the world, I want to get you know, a nice big bowl of popcorn and watch yeah. watch the crown in my jammies. Yeah. You get it, girl. But I often brown my corn a little too much on the bottom. I get burning. Okay. It, you seem to have it figured out pretty well. I'm I'm afraid I'm going to have to go something a little less 
stainless steel or aluminum and something more Dutch oven-y with a thicker... Yeah, that's what was going to be my first question. Thank you for sliding into my DMs with your popcorn question. Um, but I will Just answer Just a super quick it's... question since thousands <laughs> of people are listening and you have to answer it. I have a it. really quick question on something... That's... I know you explain it in depth on your Patreon, which costs money, but I don't want to pay you money, so... No, no. Bro, you can get this okay. on YouTube, friends. Okay. You know, just look me up on, on can, YT. Can I, ask a, can I ask a question real quick before you answer this? As long as it's about popcorn. It is. You're, you got Because oh, I, I buy my popcorn at Whole Foods in a, in a bag, and mm-hmm. it's kind of ready to eat, and it tastes great. Mm-hmm. So I'm, why would you make it at home mm-hmm. ever? Right. Yeah, that, I mean, isn't that that's like, hey, they have pre-made sandwiches at Trader Joe's. Why would I make one at home? Like, no, sandwich is different. Popcorn to me, there's too much of a room for error. Okay, not worth Wrong. it. Um, this is spoken like a person who has just never popped popcorn at home. It's just better. It's yeah. it. The texture's better. The flavors are better. But I like I popcorn is one of those things that like if we're stopping at a gas station or I'm getting on a plane, like 100 percent love to get a bag of popcorn. I I can never eat pre popped corn. I just I have this every time I see it, the smell, Mm. it almost disgusts me. Old popcorn smell and just knowing that this corn was popped possibly last year and has been sitting in a warehouse somewhere in Des Moines. Yeah, I feel like I'm better than that. You're not. You're I feel not, like you are but, too. <laughs> <laughs> you're definitely not. Um, but I understand that why you would think that. But do you also feel that way about Bjorn corn? Have you had the Bjorn corn? Oh, Bjorn number. That Bjorn's number one in the game, baby. They got they got all the flavors. Bjorn does hit it's differently. It's really good. It does which hit differently. One do you, which one do you fuck with, Carla? Do you fuck with the spicy or the regular nutritional yeast? Um, I do sometimes. I like the original that had the nutritional yeast. Like that. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my favorite. But I also like the spicy. And sometimes um, in the car we'll get one of each and then mix them. Oh damn it! You say you don't smoke weed? Okay. <laughs> um, I, the, the, yeah, I did for so long that it's still you know it's just like part of it's me. in your blood. Well, I've I've also seen that they've released some new flavors. I don't know if you've seen the maple. No, uh, there's a maple. Oh, no, I don't. I don't like that. I haven't tried it. It's not my thing. But I'm glad to see them expanding because that means they're yes, doing that's well. true. And you need more skews. And if you don't have the skews, you're not coming out with new product. You don't have nothing to talk about, and you need oh, to wow. be. But I'm sorry. I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry to bring. I'm sorry that I brought up packaged popcorn. Jason's looking a little sick to his stomach over there um but I, I please answer his query about how to make popcorn at home because he can't seem to do it right no well i do it right sometimes but i need to have more consistency with my pot i just want to know what pot you're using like what's wh- it's, it's kind of a large it's a, the biggest pot i have but it's like a stainless steel just standard pot with a glass lid the kind mm. that you would use to like boil your pasta or something like that right but i do have a big Le Creuset. Dutch oven. And I should be using that instead. How big is it, though? I have the the like the kind of medium-sized pot, and then I have the one that's like the bigger round one, but it's not the oval Dutch oven. Got it. I don't... Maybe it's 1.5. I don't remember what... Okay. I'm bad with, I'm bad well, with the great. numbers. Thanks for, thanks, for explaining, thanks for explaining that. I was wondering what your kind of... Arti- <laughs> How many Shut the fuck up. Your artillery was looking... Shut the fuck up, Chris. I wanted to know... It's, I want to know what your artillery was looking like in the kitchen. You know what and I mean? And that's just one shelf, sweetheart. That's just one shelf. I think. <laughs> Don't make me. How much time do we have? Because I want to know kind of what's underneath. Are we cracking the lid? Yeah. So I would say that the 
the ratio of like dead space to corn is important. So if you're <laughs> sure, if you're Dutch sure. oven that ha- has maybe the the thicker walls and like maybe more even like heat retention, if it's yeah. too big, you're still going to be in the danger of burning because it's just like there's it's not there's not enough filling up in there. Mm-hmm. So I would go with something where it's like definitely enough room for all those kernels to pop and be contained. But you need to reduce the heat once the popping starts. So that's like Um. one. So I don't like do the thing where you put one kernel in and wait for it to pop and then you're good to go. All the kernels go in. Yeah. By the way, this video, Carlos Magical Seven Spice Popcorn is up on my YouTube channel, but I love to I love to walk you through it. So then I'm sorry, who who I'm sorry, who loves this? Oh you oh you love okay. Um, okay, great. Continue, please. Go ahead. Okay, Carla, I, thank you. Um popcorn is a whole grain, so that's one of the <laughs> things I love about it. Um so I like to get everything in there, get the right amount of fat. The right amount of fat is also really important. People want to hold back on the fat, they're like popcorn's like caloric get get over it you need enough fat to be coating what what type of seed oil are you using or using beef tallow i mean i don't think it's worth it to pop in olive oil so i've used like coconut but vegetable honestly like vegetable oil yeah it's vegetable oil it's vegetable oil definitely not butter there's no butter i don't fuck with butter in my popcorn but Once it's like warmed up and all of those kernels are like properly lubed, then you put the top on and you wait for the popping to start. And when the popping starts, then you can nudge the heat down a little. Okay. Okay. So that you don't scorch the bottom. I mean, the only thing worse than an unpopped kernel <laughs> is a scorched bottom. Jason has been Jason has been called a scorched bottom before, um, but that's <laughs> kind of a different line of questioning. But I mm-hmm. so what I'm gonna what I'm gonna yeah. say to all I put the ran and ran through. Yeah, well, I'm gonna what I'm gonna say about all this uh, popcorn talk is that I think next time Jason and I come over to your house, I'm gonna bring some quins or some some Bjorn some Bjorn corn. We're gonna pop off, and you're gonna pop your own, mm-hmm. and we're gonna do a side by side taste test. We're gonna Facetime. We're gonna Facetime you, Carla, so Love you can this. see my reaction when I'm enjoying the packaged corn more. Yeah, it's like I'm gonna bring over some Steakums frozen flaps, yeah, exactly. and you have an A5 <laughs> Wagyu on cast iron, and we'll see which one's better. Yeah, see which one. See which one works out. I'll, but but Jason, you you I'm honest, and I love to support your journey as an amateur chef. You know that I'm very supportive of your cooking i want you to be better but i just don't know if it's possible based on the r&d they've been able to do on over at the bjorn factory yeah i agree bjorn is a great like (laughs) ready to go option but it just doesn't even come close it like reminds you of real popcorn in a way let's do let's do this then let's let's what's the time to get the perfect corn (laughs) from start to finish in my bowl how much time are we looking at? 10 minutes. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And also a little edging makes the popcorn taste better. The, the smell of corn is wafting through your brownstone. Is that a yep. seven spice blend <laughs> that's that's dancing upon my nose? If I had a brownstone, I'd probably honestly make popcorn more because the idea of it wafting through the many floors does sound quite nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big anti-food smell guy, but popcorn, I do like because oh. i i would be a murderer wow. if you didn't like the smell of popcorn is an anti-food smell guy a funny thing to hear carla yeah like who who hurt you no one i just think this the home should never smell like food it should smell I think like what hurt him was you know you know those cheap monday jeans that are kind of <laughs> painted on 
Chris tried to cram 10 pounds of black into five pounds of Mondays, and this is where we're at now. Now we can't keep salmon in the house. Oh, okay. I'm sure you guys look really cool in 2007. What is that supposed to smell like? Like Febreze or like Byredo candles? Byredo, Japanese amber in the winter. Um, maybe mm. uh, I, I like to switch the scent up for the summers, um, okay. depending on which kind of incense or candle story I'm going for. But okay. it just, mm-hmm. food, just the smell of lingering food. It, it's like if you go to a restaurant it's not properly aerated and you leave smelling like a restaurant mm. it's like this that annoys the shit of me i just spent 250 dollars mm-hmm. to smell like a fucking fryer i want to smell the food before i eat it it'll get my juices flowing my my unctuous taste buds ready but then when i'm done toothpick in my mouth top button of the cheap mondays come open <laughs> yeah, i don't want to yeah. smell no more i want to smell febreze no. i want to smell 409 i want to smell bleach i don't want to smell i don't want to smell febreze that's disgusting and the fact that you think i would scent my house like that is not only offensive okay, but something you want to you want to smell clorox bleach i mean i would like clorox bleach i like that smell better than like an hour after someone's cooked fish in a household yes i will say that okay is that crazy? Is that so wild? I'm sorry. I don't think that's that crazy. No, fish smell is one of the smells that people... But to, when I come home and like I have something in the oven and I walk in the door and it smells like mm-hmm. delicious whatever, I love that. Like when my... Yeah, when people come in the door and they walk in the door and they're like, oh, yeah. like, are you making fill in the blank? And it's mm-hmm. like, it's a very... I don't think either of my children are going to grow up to say what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, lo- I love making uh, making the chicken broth oh. o- overnight, and then you wake up and and yeah. come downstairs. Yes. Oh yeah. You guys are you guys are fucking freaks, man. Yes. I want I want the yeah. I want the cleaning lady in here every week. I want the only <laughs> thing I want to smell is either a fresh flower or a candle that costs over one hundred dollars with tax. Those are the only two things I want to smell. Okay. The fridge, I've said this before and I'm going to say it again. The fridge, we got water. Yeah. We got sparkling water. Yeah. We've got a single bottle of Dom Perignon for guests. Yeah. And maybe a, maybe a selection of chilled drinkable reds. Okay. And if necessary, a six pack of beer, depending on who the guests are. Okay. No food. And what, like, maybe some, maybe Triscuits? No, I would maybe think of a, a nice nut mix a la like a Four Seasons bar type of beat. Okay, okay. What mm-hmm. about a single plastic container of chopped watermelon from Erewhon for 27? <laughs> yeah. Just something to snack on when you're feeling naughty. Fresh yeah. fruit, fresh fruit is a sexy and edible food that <laughs> is somewhat scentless. Thank God yes, if you do it, it right. Yeah. Fruit's a great option, Jason. Fresh fruit is a sexy and edible food. <laughs> yeah, it's almost yeah, it's scent it's a low scent option. It's a low scent option, but I think Okay, well well we're 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 moving away from we're we're digressing. I need to know what the seven spice blend is on this popcorn. Oh, okay. I grew up putting spike seasoning on my popcorn. Are you familiar with that season? Spike? Give it a Google. Is it like a Spike, salt, like a seasoning salt, like Lowry's. It's in the realm of it's in the realm of Lowry's. I think Lowry's, Lowry's. may have uh, absorbed this company okay. a long time ago. Okay. Wow! But it, it has like maybe twenty twenty five different. It's like the kitchen sink of every herb and spice okay. all thrown into one. Okay, it's great on a popcorn. I hope you give it a shot, Carla. I want to answer your question. I just have a quick thing for Chris. It just to, will help mm. me understand him better. Sure. So, so if you hang out at a campfire or if oh, you hang out in my backyard, nightmare, and I'm like grilling over over you know hardwood or whatever, mm-hmm. and um, you come in the house and then. 
the the next day you go to put that same jacket on and the jacket smells like smoke are you psyched or disgusted. are you are you disgusted i want to spend as little time outdoors as possible uh, unless it's for exercise purposes and i do love <laughs> i love the sound of a uh-huh. fire and i know it creates a beautiful moment for a group of people to gather around and break bread yeah. um unfortunately yeah. the smell does bother me and i don't i don't want to be a complainer but i also the smoke can get in my eyes i'm a lasik survivor sometimes they get a little dry <laughs> me so, too you know, it's, yeah yeah same. so it's something that i have to kind of watch during this as we get into fire season um i am <laughs> okay. this is a little bit of a psa for the other sufferers out there yeah um, got it chris is so close to topanga and a lot of the kind of high warning <laughs> yeah. areas over here yeah, exactly it's a little bit of a trigger for me got it but it sounds like uh carla and don't take this the wrong way it sounds like your house stinks <laughs> <laughs> It does, but in a good okay. way, in like the best possible way. Mm-hmm. I understand you. That smoke question was really helped me um, understand. And also like, okay. yes, shout out people with astigmatisms who used to be legally blind and then had the surgery. And, and my, I suffer from mental illness and I'm kind of feel strong talking about it and it's not a big deal for me. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad that you understand you're giving me kind of space to do yeah, that on the show course. because sometimes Jason isn't quite as sympathetic. Understood. Nobody in my family has been ravaged by LASIK. So I don't have the, that level of empathy that you guys are aware of. And I'll continue to kind of berate those people until one of my loved ones does fall ill to it. It's something that it's something that you can't understand unless you've lived yeah. through it. It's one of those things like you can read about it, you know, but it's it's just not the same. Uh, and I, I, I again, I didn't mean to take you off track. We still haven't gotten the seven spices. Okay, so. seven spices. Okay, one of them is olive oil. So take that. It's a flavoring. That's an oil, not a spice, but okay. Is it is it sprayed on with a little pumper? No, no, sir. Drizzle, drizzle, drizzle. You know, popcorn is a sponge. You drizzle one tablespoon on one kernel. That's right. But you have to put the oil on when it comes. So you're popping in your vegetable oil. That's not considered a flavoring for me. Mm. Then when it comes out, you, you've you got to drizzle when, when it's hot. And it's the first thing that goes on because then that helps all the seasonings, the other seasonings Love stick. It. But Love olive it. oil has a flavor. So that's olive oil, kosher salt, black pepper, Aleppo pepper, mm. um, nutritional yeast, Hold up, hold up, hold up. Aleppo, that sounds like, is that a Bad Bunny collaborator? What the fuck is that? It's actually more of Middle Eastern pepper, isn't it? Yeah, it's a, It's actually from oh, my bad, Aleppo, my bad. which was un, sat, very sadly ravaged in the war in Syria. So now the Aleppo pepper is actually coming from Turkey, and it's a similar um, type of pepper, but you can't call it. Like, you can't call champagne champagne right 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 if it's not grown in champagne so it's like that how do, how do you feel now chris how do you feel now with your fun little bad bunny joke <laughs> i don't feel i don't feel great but i also didn't know that so thank you carla for blessing me with some new knowledge and i will definitely my pleasure i will in- instantly forget this because i'll never hear that word or think about that again <laughs> but i did learn something i did learn something for this wait moment. till he hears about the urfa pepper it's really gonna fuck him yeah, up. yeah the urfa you could totally use urfa you could use a mirage you could use a gochugaru so then that was five and then it's got um granulated garlic which i prefer over garlic powder but if you have to that's cool mm-hmm. and msg mm. the seasoning that should be on every bowl of popcorn you ever eat okay and is this spice blend already mixed and you have it in a shaker ready to go no that would be so smart of me no that's part of the fun is like 
the you know your seasoning your tasting so your and then so whoever makes the popcorn eats like way more than everybody else mm-hmm. because you've got to like taste while you're I want to point out oh. to both of you because you're both sitting here acting like this is totally normal yeah <laughs> and I just want to I just want to tell you guys that I know you think I'm insane because I don't like the smell of fucking salmon yeah you guys are talking about you guys are talking about spending this amount of energy and time on making popcorn and I think that is deranged yeah but. I'm sure it's delicious. Well, Chris, let me put it in way in, in words that you can understand. It's, it's it's like we're describing like making a T-shirt. Yeah, you know, right. Chris is very into <laughs> the clothes and and mm-hmm. you know stitching and the fabrics and all that stuff. It's like this is just a T-shirt, but like somebody puts uh, this amount of technique, thought, level, you know, exactly, care and all that, that stuff that into that something t-shirt. so simple. You create excellence, right. and that T-shirt will stay in my closet, and I'll wear it for years to come. This popcorn, you're going to eat it, shit it out the next day, and never think about it again. Right? But I understand that. I fair. understand kind of where you're coming from. I think that this amount of time goes in for people who like to eat. It makes sense, sure, because it's all part of like Jason's right. It's part of the creative process of like I'm making something, and you know, it could be meditative for some people. It could be like a creative, yeah. it could just be fun. For me, popcorn is like a major procrastination tool. Mm. So it's oh. very important in my work life to be like, oh, like start thinking about the popcorn when I'm supposed to be work. I have to go make it. <laughs> now I've like avoided sure, okay. like, I like that. <laughs> yeah, a good 45 minutes between the making <laughs> and then the eating. You can't type. It's a kind of food that like, yeah. You take a bite, you can't, you're wiping your fingers every time. Like, so it does. Interesting. It's effective that way. That's actually what one of my biggest gripes with popcorn and what <laughs> just a little hack for you guys out there. Um, when I buy the Bjorn corn, I take my Fiskars scissors with the orange handles. Yeah. Not, not kitchen scissors, regular. Take a little snip snip of the side and then I'm able to pour the Great. popcorn directly into my mouth from the bag without it dribbling down my chin or getting on my fingers so I'm able to type. So I don't want you to do that because that okay. would obviously kind of work against your theory. Thank um, you. But I just wanted to kind of share that with other people. This heifer has found out a way to get that feeding tube right into his mouth. <laughs> and you can dislocate that jaw. Exactly. Um, some people do eat popcorn with chopsticks which is like incredible uh, well i that's that's incredible i think that's also i don't know that feels like cultural appropriation to me but i guess some people can do that yeah chris asian people can also eat popcorn i'm sorry popcorn i've also seen chopsticks on the uh on the flaming hot cheeto yeah i've yeah. seen that yeah. and white people can use msg it's truly a, an amazing i love where our world's at i love where our world's at in 2022 <laughs> this is sick bro White people can white people can use MSG and chopsticks. This is fire. It's a beautiful world. It's pretty amazing. Carla, I really want to try this popcorn. You've sold me 110%. What? Sounds delicious. Yeah, it sounds fucking delicious. I was not expecting that. After all of that, I did not think we were going to end up with really want to try it. Maybe J- Jason will make yeah. it for you. Maybe. Do you guys hang out in person ever? Sparingly. Once a month you or do. so. I mean, if, if the budget <laughs> yeah, yeah, is there, yeah, yeah. we will hang out together. Yeah. Jason makes me Jason makes me zell him $1,000 every time we hang out when it's not a recording. Mm-hmm. Carla, you should put all those spices together in a blend because, you know, as soon as... as, soon as Let's package you, it. As soon as you pull that corn, like you said, you have to drizzle the olive oil instantly. Yeah. And, it, you know, every second... Counts. It's a great idea. I don't know. Oh, yeah. What am I doing over here? Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then you have to, of course, develop your perfect ratio of I all know. of those spices. This blends. is what, like, you know, people really, people are doing. You know what, Carla? I'll do it for you. 
Okay. I'll do it for you. Send me your address. Yeah. I'll FedEx over we'll FedEx. TJ's Love special it. spice blend. Uh-huh. I um and Carla, if you you know, I if you're looking to do any sort of cookbook stuff, I think we should I'm looking to develop something that is a scent free cookbook. Okay. Um just for kind of people like not not that scent free we know that's impossible but something that's like a low smell foods that are still delicious this is actually an interesting idea like yeah if you're if you're a chef or a foodie person and you're like being held captive and you don't want your yeah kidnappers to smell all the yummy food that you're cooking this is a great solution for that i thought when you said cookbook i thought we were going to talk about like a, a like recipes for you know, weightlifters. I would like to know about your protein stack after you're done with a pump sesh. <laughs> it's not good enough. This is like the protein's a real struggle. So you need our help. Do you want us to send you some powders? Yeah, that's how that for for someone my size, like you got to get into the powders. I can't eat that much fucking chicken or turkey in a day. Well, we'll send over some powders. Yeah, I know you're. I know you're a boar's head lover, but too much is too much. I mean, you just can't. You know, <laughs> talk like, about sodium. Am I right? Bo- <laughs> Look, I I eat a boiled chicken for you know every single day. You do I get a nice five pound. No, but I I mean, oftentimes I we we always we always have a chicken boiling in the house, and we just have meat. <laughs> I really wish we had gotten to this sooner. Just boiling chickens. Like, are you making matzo ball soup? What's happening? Um, I'm making broth. Okay. I mean, obviously, uh, the, uh, I'll boil the chicken for, or it's actually poaching. Okay. And then I'll pull with with the aromatics and all the stuff. I'll pull the bird out, let it chill, take all the meat and skin off of it, then put the carcass and bones back in. Great. Do the broth. You know, cook it overnight. Love then it. I have the broth. Then I have the chicken. And I'm just eating that shit raw dog. Okay, not even chicken salad. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah, I'll, I'll like to, I do a juice cleanse once a week, and then on that juice cleanse day, I'll just drink juice only. And then I, if I get super starved, I will just eat poached chicken breast meat. And I feel I feel like I feel like super. It's like what my mm-hmm. mom does for my two year old nieces. You know, there's just kind <laughs> of a a box yeah. of pulled chicken available for the little hands to get in. <laughs> And your your mom your mom said it takes her forty five minutes to pull all the chicken off of rotisserie from from Publix. I'm doing a big dog bird three times the size of that, yeah. and I'll knock it out in ten minutes. I mean, look at the size of your phalanges. Dark and white separated. Wow, mm-hmm. wow. Oh, really? You keep them separate? Da- Jason's on his separated. little J- Jason's on his little segregation swag when it comes to the bird. Yeah, I was about oh, to wow, say. Wow, that's like, crazy, why? bro. What? I just think that the whites and the dark should be separated. <laughs> No, 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 because like I, I, I like both of those meats. I like the white meat. I like the dark meat. They both have great applications. So why don't you mix them? You're like, I'm either in the mood for dark meat or yeah. white meat? My mood changes and also the recipe application mm. could change as well. Wow. Okay. Am I going to be braising for a tinga? <laughs> This changes everything. See, Carla, you thought I was the freak. I know. It really has turned. I just get excited around the culinary arts. Carla gets it. Luckily for you, we're both freaks. Carla, thank you for joining us. You guys check out Carla on YouTube, Instagram, wherever you uh, digest, no pun intended, your food content. Mm-hmm. Um and Carla, what a pleasure. I'm going to try this popcorn. I'm going to give you some feedback live on the air as well as a personal email. I would love that. It's going to take a little while because I'm doing some traveling right now, but sure. this is top of my to-do list. Okay. Yeah, that would be great if you if you could mention it and then, and then Fernando will tell me when it's been on because as <laughs> we discussed, I don't listen to the show. Fernando, we love you. Fernando, please come on the show. And and like Chris said before, if you're ever, you know, make sure to hit Chris up if you're ever thinking about getting into the cookbook space. 
Um, he can kind of give you a hand in that navigating those waters. I want to speak to Fernando d- directly for a second because sure. I, I find I find his last name, which is now your last name, quite confusing. Uh-huh. Um, and I just can he play guitar at all, or is it just a last name? Yeah, no, we get this a lot. Um, if I had a nickel for everybody who said cool last name, I you know wouldn't wouldn't be sitting here. I would be in a much. I would have a third child, if you know what I mean. I um, um, yeah, his family, uh, that's his parents' last name, his music. Uh, Graham, you know, it's like a Ellis mm-hmm. Island story. They were musicians, and there's, the last name was sort of sounded like music, and it got shortened at yeah. Ellis Island to music, M-U-S-I-C. And here we are. But people think that my channel... All the time, they're like, "Why does this? Why? Why is there music yeah, yeah. in this channel name?" It's all the time. Um, <laughs> Fernando can play the drums, mm-hmm. and amazingly, it skipped a generation. I'm tone deaf, can't play an instrument, like terrible. Um, but my, our child, the one who's in college, amazing trombone player. Oh, okay. Like absolutely <laughs> loves music. <laughs> It skipped no a generation. Wonder you gotta, no wonder you no wonder you got to tell him to keep his feet on the floor. He's playing the trombone. <laughs> These chicks can't keep their hands off of this guy. He's, so he's really <laughs> no blowing wonder. on that bone is what you're saying. That's right. His, the, the, the horn. We're blowing horns over Beating here. Beating his ladies off of the stick. This is That's okay. great. All right. Thank you, Carla, for joining us. You got to go check out uh, Carla wherever you, like I said, digest food content. And Carla, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, Carla. Thanks so much. Love you. Ciao. Love you. Separated. Ah!